Welcome into the official. We have a great show for you this week. As usual, we're getting back into the routine here. I know it's been, um, I guess, three weeks or so since we put together a mock for you guys. This will now be the fourth installment of a mock draft for incoming freshmen in the 2024 class. We've done it, and it's been different each time. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, um, you may want to check out the YouTube video just because we are you know, we have a screen and you can see the plus and minus uh, where each guy gets drafted compared to the time before. But uh, yeah, so this is going to be rounds one and two. So the top end of the 2024 class, the fourth time we've done this. And every time it's been different. I think last time we had a new number one QB. So who knows how it's going to shake out. But glad you're here. Mock Draft 4.0. This is the official. All right, everybody, welcome in. Good to see you guys. I'm excited to get going with a mock draft, our fourth installment. I think this has been a very fun thing we've done uh, this year. First and foremost, have to give a shout out to Homefield Apparel. I've got a very camouflage shirt. It matches my background here tonight. But Appalachian State University, uh, near and dear to my heart. I've been to Boone, North Carolina a number of times. Um, but this is a Homefield Apparel shirt. It's so comfy. It fits great. And this one is pretty simple. But they do have tons of styles for other colleges, ranging from St. Peter's to Alabama and everything in between with a nice retro style. Uh, they work directly with the universities to kind of make sure they're they're keeping the vibe for the way that the mascots are, the team colors and uh, the retro look. But all great stuff. And you can go shirts, pants, hats, hoodies, all sorts of different kinds of apparel. That's homefieldapparel.com. And... If you are so inclined and you're the first, uh, it's your first purchase, type in campus number two Canton as your promo code gets 15% off your first purchase. Speaking of campus to Canton.com, go visit our parent website. Uh, as little as $2.99 per month gets you a membership. And uh, that's the low end. There's a high end with all sorts of projections, weekly projections to help you. Uh, if you like wagering on games, if you want projections for your college fantasy football team, um, on the high end, but uh, tools and data tools. So you can do a lot of your own research, but then we kind of do the research for you on the high end and give you a lot of information um, if that's more your style. So uh, check out campus2canta.com. As little as $2.99 per month gets you the biggest and best information for your college fantasy football all the way up to the NFL side. Without further ado, it's always a mouthful here at the beginning of the show. Matt, David, are you guys ready to mock? Yep, I guess it up. I guess that's something I should, you know, I could say like uh, you know, like a band or something from the 70s. Like, are you ready to mock? I don't know. People have probably done that before. Anyway. All right, let's kick it off. Who was oh, I'm randomized to be the 101 here. Um and um okay, interesting. I I guess I haven't been the I feel like I haven't been the 101 before. Um, and this is just, again, for everyone listening, 2024 class. So these are guys that will sign in December 
in the early signing period and hit campus in spring. Most of these guys will hit in spring of 2024. Um, and I think I'm going to go, I think he's basically our consensus best player. I'm going to just go ahead and take Mylon Graham, another Ohio State receiver. Um, you know, probably the best graded player, I think, for us, even though some of the quarterbacks quarterbacks can be scarce, of course. But uh, I think, you know, just BPA, going Mylon Graham at 101. So that's David, you're next, 102. All right, I'll go with Micah Hudson. Uh, I don't know. He's my... Is Mylon Grand the highest right now? I haven't seen anyone's grades, but uh, no, I don't believe so. Oh, I have him listed. The adjusted grade looks like it's the highest on our. If sheet it's on your, but if it's on your grading sheet, then it's just yours. Oh, okay, okay. So Micah Hudson's our number one. Uh, I don't know. I don't have. He's, he's my number one. I, I believe okay. everyone else has some wide receiver one. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, we we all like we like both these guys. But um, all right, Micah yeah. Hudson is number one hundred two here. Mylon Graham's number one. That leaves us to Matt. I mean, some of these guys we've talked about a whole lot. Um, certainly, color in if there's any changes. But I think these guys at the top, it's like just smooth sailing, status quo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me here, it would be pretty close between Jeremiah Smith and Rayola. I'm just gonna go Rayola just to get a quarterback in early. That makes sense. Um, I'm going to get a quarterback here as well. Um, you know, based on my grades, I got to go Julian Sayan. Um, I wanted to take the guy who's been lighting up the high school landscape like none other this year. Julian Sayan's having a great year. There's another guy who probably will be gone by the time I pick. Uh, but I think by grade Sayan, uh, he's having a great year and he's adding a little on the ground that we like. So, David, 105. Yeah, I definitely know the QB you're suggesting. I'm going to go with uh, Jeremiah Smith, though. I'm just mm. going to – he's generational. Got to take him. <laughs> we've we've fought that against that current for so long, but I think yeah. we're all just swimming in it now. I will just say this real quick. Um, he's not, like, the greatest yak guy, and so when we get, like – all our, our mile per hours that we usually get are ball carrier speed. And since he didn't have a ton of like phenomenal plays to like choose from, uh, like I think our max mile per hour on him last year was like 20.7 or whatever. So like to see that real analytics got him at 21.7 this year was pretty eye-opening. I mean, the guy's almost 210 pounds. So he is a very good athlete in that regard. So just a little tidbit. Yeah, and there's been some like, uh, field level footage, I guess, either from camera phones or um, I don't know, someone else having having some kind of camera on the field level for some of his games this year. And I, I have to say, I've seen some movement and some quick twitch that I just didn't seem to see on the highlight tapes uh, or even some of the full game footage. But, um, you know, and, and when you're up close, he is quite impressive. And then there's some of the camp stuff so I've come around as well. I think Matt was always in on Jeremiah Smith. Yeah. All right, 106 for you, bud. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go Lagway here. Ah! Uh, I know it's a heartbreaker. Uh, but, I mean, he's Thought the last of – I had been saying for a while there's four quarterbacks I want in the first round. Uh, Aaron Nolan is not one of them anymore. So now I, I feel like you have to get one of these three uh, if you have the chance to. So I'm going to do that. 
Yeah, yeah, can't argue there. Uh, I was hoping me, I would have definitely gone back to back QBs. Um, I was kind of hoping that he might after David didn't take him, but you've you've been hoarding the QBs all year and all these mocks. I feel like so. Um, okay, all right. Um, let's go with. I think a guy who is um, possibly a little bit of a, this is probably, probably a little bit high, but my grades really like him. And I feel like he's having a really nice season this year. And let's go Cam Coleman. Um, you know, I think Weigman we liked uh, early in the season. He was definitely feeding Evan uh, Stewart down there at Texas A&M. Um, and I think he can definitely elevate an offense. So he should have at least one, maybe two years with Weigman. Uh, and we'll see where it goes from there at Texas A&M. But I think Cam Coleman's a really, really good prospect. I, I like him on the grades and the film. He's having a great season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he is having a great season as a senior year. Yeah, stats all season playing up much better than last year. Yeah. So I like him and we'll stick with it. David, you are up with the 108. I already got two receivers. I'll take uh, – I'll go with Cameron Davis. He's my top-graded running back for now. Things are pretty fluid. I still have a lot of homework to do as far as these running backs go because it's just a weird class for me right now. But I just really like his build. I like these guys that are built like this, just real real kind of like stout and thick and can take on contact. And I don't know. He's got like kind of like a shorter leg shorter legs and can change directions real well he's been kind of injured this year so we haven't really seen a lot of him which is is mildly annoying so hopefully he gets back on the field soon and we can get a little senior tape to to peep but um right now he's my highest graded running back he did just come back last week so he missed like three weeks total i I don't think we ever got what the exact injury was though yeah i didn't see all right 109, getting here at the end of the end of round one here. Yeah, I'm gonna be going with Aaron Butler here. Oh um, yeah, you called your shot. He would not make it out of the first round. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't let that happen. I mean, this is right about where he's graded for me. I've graded seventh overall in the class, uh, between all positions, and uh, he had a really good senior year. He uh, ended it early. I decided to opt out the rest of the games. The team was two and three for the season, so. There really wasn't a point in him playing, and he'd been going off the entire season anyway. So uh, now he's uh, getting ready to enroll early at uh, Colorado, and I think he could you know, get some time there early. That's right. Yeah, we have not seen this really before, right? We've not really seen um, opting out of your senior year to get no, started I mean, in the we, college we, we see guys, We see people reclassify all the time. We've seen people That's sit right. out their senior It's kind of years. a version of that, I guess, yeah. Uh, so I'm next then. Okay. 110. Gosh, there's just not a lot of quarterbacks that I'm like excited about this year. I mean, I just, or not uh, running backs. I mean, I'm going to go, I'm channeling my mocks and I'm just going to do it. Give me Jaden Riddell. Right end probably, uh, you know, he's one of these guys who like, He's an athletic freak. You guys have been on him a little bit more than me. I will die. I will uh, kind of transparently. He's not my number one graded tight end, but he's definitely top three. 
and everybody likes him and he's going to Georgia and I just want him in this mock and I may have to adjust my rankings as well because I think he's, you know, he's a really good player. And at this point, we have to trust Georgia. I mean, we just have to trust in the tight ends. So 111, David. All right. Um, got some wide receivers kind of grouped up here. Uh, it's close for me. I'll, I don't know. I'll take Bryant Wesco. I just think he just moves really well. And like, mm -hmm. I think he's, I'm not a big fan of his frame, like his body type at all. He's like really slender and kind of fragile looking, but um, he's been a little more dynamic with the ball in his hands. He has three punt return touchdowns in the last two weeks, which I don't think he really did much special teams previous years. So. Looks like he's adding a little bit to his game. Um, that's it. All right. All right, Matt, I guess you're closing out the first round here. You've already taken Butler, so you've locked that in, first-round draft pick. Um, what else you got for us? Uh, yeah, so I have back-to-back -back picks here. So first I'm going to go Jeremiah McClellan, uh, wide receiver, Ohio State. He's been having an awesome senior year. Uh, I talked about a little bit about that uh, the last mock we did. But I, I, he's really risen for me. I think there's a good chance he does decommit from mm -hmm. Ohio State and uh, flip to Oregon or Missouri. He hasn't decommitted yet, but it feels like all the you know the writing is on the wall there. That's just bound to happen. Uh, hmm. Which, if it does, that makes him a much more uh, fantasy relevant, relevant player while he's in college. But I also think uh, – I just think he's an NFL guy. I think he could legitimately go day two. And uh, so I, I'm willing to forego the college production, even if he stays there in Ohio State. And then I'm going to double up a wide receiver and go Perry Thompson, wide receiver mm. Auburn. Uh, I haven't been super high on him, but uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of the other wide receivers for me have fallen, and he's just kind of you know stayed the same as a mid-tier two guy for me. Uh, very big, very athletic. Uh, and pretty productive playing at a decent school out there in Alabama. Going to Auburn, I think he could, you know, get time year one. Even though he is a bit of a raw player, I don't think he's as raw as some of these other guys in the class. Very interesting. I Yeah, I didn't – I feel like I've drafted Perry Thompson once or twice kind of late, uh, but I didn't realize that uh, he was really on your radar. Okay, interesting. Okay. David, uh, 202. Hmm. I was going to take Perry Thompson right there. Um, hmm. yeah, you're right. These running backs are kind of squirrely. I don't want to waste time here. Um, I'll go with da I'll, uh, I'll go with Davon Mitchell here. I don't know how the tight ends are necessarily going to shake out for me. It's all I, – I have six guys in Tier 2 right now. But he's just like the most put-together tight end, I feel like, in this class. Um, and he's got some pretty good explosiveness. I think the only question is question is like his speed. So it would be nice to get like a decent mile per hour on him on his senior tape. So we're kind of waiting on his senior tape. Um, hopefully he added a little in that regard, but, uh, yeah, feel good about him. Yeah. He, um, that's my question with him too. That's why I'm, I'm not blown away. I know Matt really thinks he's great. Um, when he kind of, reclassified right so he wasn't even in this class and then he bumped up um all right so i'm 
gosh, you know, yeah, I guess it's just time. I feel like it's time. Give me uh, who has become a very high rated running back for me, kind of tied for the highest graded right now. Kedron Young. He's big. He's fast. He's from the state of Texas. He's going to Notre Dame. You know, I think Audric Estime took Audric Estime a few years to become the bell cow, but now he is a fantasy starter, um, you know, and, and producing for Notre Dame and Kedron Young, I think could, it might take him a year, but it could, he could do the same thing that just fits that mold. And I think he's a little bit more explosive than Estime as well. So uh, I kind of like that potential, but, you know, as we've seen here, two running backs, it's 203. That's really unusual, but they're just not a lot of guys that are super appealing. So I think that's pretty interesting. Matt, 204. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to continue the running back run here. Wouldn't go with uh, Quinton Martin, running yeah. back Penn State. Oops. Um, you know, he's yeah. long, he's explosive. He's probably has, you know, the best, uh, change of direction, best ability to shake guys in the open field in this class at running back. Uh, he does lack a lot of physicality, I think for the position. Uh, I think it'll probably take him a bit to uh, adapt to the college level for sure. And, uh, especially to what they expect a running back there. A lot, a lot more inside runs than he's probably used to. Um, but I, I think he has the athletic ability and I think he's just a unique player. A really high-end receiver. I mean, worst-case scenario, he could just become a wide receiver, and he honestly might grade better for me there. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just think he's good enough, and especially here at 204, I, I like the upside. Can't argue it. Can't argue it. Little, there's not a lot of guys that have fallen. So either – we'll talk about it at the well, end. Yeah. So let's save that. Yeah. Um, David, you're up with the 205. 205. I'll go with um, I'll go with uh, Ezio Mume. I don't know. You, oh. He's growing on me. Like he's not actually he's not really the running back I typically go for. Like he doesn't have a ton of like shake. It, it didn't seem like to me, but um, I don't know. I feel like he might just come in and contribute pretty early at least. So it's like on the college side, I feel like that's pretty safe. And then, you know, he's got the size and, and good athleticism to go with it. So, I mean, I I wouldn't be shocked if he went like day two in the draft or something. So I, Do I feel we think right he's um, more explosive, better athlete than like Phil Maffa? Um, yeah, I think so. I think he is, yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think Maffa has that much juice. He's yeah. like some sort I of agree weird with blend. You. He's like a weird blend somehow of like Mafa and Ship, like because he has the pass catching. Yeah, he does, and he's been used in so many interesting ways that you know we like that. We like the multi versatile. Um, you know, he's lined up at tight end sometimes. He goes in motion, jet sweeps, all that kind of stuff as well. Um, all right, that's a cool pick. Yeah, that's a big jump, twenty five spots. Okay, um, I guess I'm up with two oh six. A guy I thought about going last time. Uh, we're just going to take him here. Um, my QB4 at this point in the class, based on mostly potential, but give me Walker White. Um, going to Auburn, we've we've had some talks this year like, wow, that, that, that QB room. Now there's always the transfer portal. 
uh, to bring in someone for next year. But like, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility that Walker White, who will probably be an early entry, uh, early enrollee, you know, could start uh, as a true freshman, at least in some packages, you know, kind of Tebow running the ball and things like that. But uh, we talked about how he's having a great season and just on tools and upside, give me Walker White here. 207, Matt. All right. I'm going to go Jordan Marshall here, running back to Michigan. Um, I feel like he's just going to be my guy that I'm going to end up getting like pretty much every draft. Uh, I, he, his film doesn't like, you know, make me go crazy or anything, but I think he's good enough. He, he has good long speed. He's not the most explosive bursty guy. He doesn't really shake people in the open field, but I mean, he's just a crazy, crazy producer playing a pretty good Ohio school. I, I think he could pretty easily be, you know, the next multi-year starting running back there in Michigan. Uh, I, I pretty easily think he can beat out like Cole Cabana and Benjamin Hall. I, I think he's significantly better than them. All right. Yeah. I mean, you like that. And and I think I keep forgetting, I know I've said this on the show before. I keep thinking he and Taylor Tatum are going to Michigan. That's not the case. So, you know, he probably is the guy I think in that class. All right, David, 208. What you got? Uh, This guy's kind of hot and cold. I'll go with Josiah Trader. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't really trust my wide receiver evils. Like the last <laughs> I heard, the last I heard is that Austin like really liked Trader, and I know he's really good with wide receivers. Hmm. I think he moves okay. really well. I think he knows what he's doing. Like I think he actually, you know, man- manipulates defensive backs, and I think his hands are superb. I-, I graded his hands super high. I don't know about you guys, but um, I think he's a little bit tapped out. I feel like. Um, but like I, I I don't know Miami is like a better offense it feels like, and so I think he can come. I don't think he's going to be a year one zero. I think he's like a little bit too skilled for that. So you know, we like that. That's a good place yeah. to start. Okay, all right, Trader moving up the ranks. I have not bumped him. I still I still don't love that guy. Um, Huh, let's see. So I would take Frazier here, but we talked about the just disaster of a senior season he's having. And I feel like it, he's going to Georgia at right now, but like, I mean, if he's not doing anything, I wonder if that, that scholarship could get, if he could get pushed out or something. Cause like, I just don't see how you're going to take a guy who's like not producing at all, unless there's some, Narrative that we don't know about. So I'm going to go with the guy right below him in the grades because I haven't been able to drop Frazier too much just yet. But he's probably on the way down. Give me Johan Cardenas running back. I'm just kind of adding these bigger guys who can seem to catch the ball. And uh, later in this draft, um, and, you know, we'll hope for the best here. So Cardenas headed to Vanderbilt. You know, that's not terrible. And, you know, maybe he'll end up, he's from, um, he's from Texas. So, I mean, who knows, maybe he winds up at a Texas school by the time it's all said and done. So I feel okay about that. Uh, and he can probably start right away at Vandy. So Matt, you are up to 10 and we got three more picks. Yeah. This is my last pick here to close it out. And I'll be going with, 
Uh, Demond Williams, quarterback, Arizona. Ooh. Uh, he is not someone that I really believe in his NFL upside. In fact, I think he's probably a day three pick at best at quarterback. Uh, but I, I think he could really be a dominant CFF player at, at Arizona. Uh, yeah. I, 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 it's just a great system. Uh, he, you know, it's his home state, and he's such an electric player. I mean, he's producing at a dominant level, You know, playing the top Arizona competition. <clears throat> uh, I just think there's a ton to like there, especially on the college side. I think that's a really nice call out for the college side. Arizona is a very fun system right now. Um, Fafita's looking good. I mean, he's a sophomore, I believe, or second year player. So there may be a nice little gap there. And then he'll he'll head in uh, for the starting job in a, in a year or two. All right, David, one more pick for you to 11, and then I'll close this out. I'll go with... Um, I'll go with Taylor Tatum. I don't know. I just think the the fit in Oklahoma is he might have to wait a little bit. They have like a bunch of running backs there, but the offense yeah. is good. I think he fits the offense really well, and he can, he can catch passes and stuff. So, you know, and I liked some guys for Oklahoma last year. I liked Hicks. I drafted him in a lot of spots because he was pretty inexpensive on draft day. But, like, none of them are really separating themselves. I know we say there's a lot of guys in that room, but to me, they may all be Jags. I'm not sure they're like any of them are standing out as, as excellent players. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't followed Oklahoma too close, but it's mostly Dylan Gabriel doing all the heavy lifting. Gabriel's got five or six rushing touchdowns. Like, I don't think there's a running back that's emerged. Uh, Barnes seems to get most of the juice, but he's not looking amazing. So, anyway, all that to say – there are a lot of names. There are a lot of guys that we've liked, but it seems like none of them have really established themselves. So, you know, Tatum's really good. There's, I think there's room for someone to come in pretty quickly. Maybe not be like a bell cow, but to I thought Sawchuck was going to like do something this year. I don't know. They have that. Was it like Tawi Walker, like a walk on or something? And then. Oh, yeah. He's getting like most of this. Yeah. He's the guy who's he's, getting most he's of He's a this, Marcus Major. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Juco. And then they have Marcus Major. I don't know. It's I don't think any of them are like Yeah, I think they're all fine, but Yeah, so I mean, I don't I would not be shocked if there's room for someone to come in and Bar uh not Barnes, uh, this guy Walker, he was there last year, I believe. Or I think he, yeah, he's listed as stats from 2022. So, he was there last year. They've got uh, this is they're just really splitting it up. Walker's got 53 carries, Marcus Major 60. Marcus Major's like a sixth year guy or something. Dylan Gabriel 43, Barnes with 28. Yeah, they're just like it's a mess, and none of them are averaging over five yards of carry. Like it's just kind of gross, but um, yeah, so I don't know if that's I a coaching tendency or if that's like. I think there's like, I think there's room for a good running back to come in and do something. So I think that you know I'm not worried about the depth chart there. It seems like these guys are showing themselves to not be that great uh, or explosive or you know special. They're fine. Um, all right, two twelve. My last pick. Oh, do I want to double up on tight end? I think we should. Give me Landon Thomas. Give me Landon Thomas. Um, we're going to just go where the, the the thick of this draft is, which is tight end. Um, I'm going to take two guys I really like here. 
and uh, be pretty set at tight end for this draft in particular. Took some Q- QBs I like, two tight ends I like, and sprinkled in some other players. Feel okay about that. So one thing I will say, you know, looking at this as we were going, and this is kind of final thoughts, I'd like to get y'all's idea here. Not a lot of guys dropping. You know, Landon Thomas and the last two, Taylor Tatum and Thomas there, dropped a little bit from... Matt, is this from last draft or from the like um, composite of all the drafts we've done? It's from just the last draft. Okay. Uh, I like that. But most guys just fell one spot. So my question is, are we weeding out the guys who in the beginning we maybe have liked and now they've fallen off completely because we're not taking them late? We've actually just written them off. I thought it was interesting that this draft, like there's almost no real fallers. They just didn't get picked, period. What do you guys think yeah, about I, what's I happening think, with with our evals here? I think you're just going to see the fallers in uh, the next part. I think that's just kind of how it works, you know? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they fall out completely because I think what you might see is more guys keep coming up and it's a lot of green because we're, we're just drafting guys we actually like and the guys who have fallen, you know, I wonder if they just fall out of favor completely. It's a slippery slope once you start – you know, we're following them in season. The, the years are not going the way we think they're going. And that'll be interesting to see, right, if they fell into three and four or if they fall out completely. All right, gentlemen. Well, we are right at 30 minutes. That's what we like to do. Um, fun draft. Uh, interesting, as always. A lot of movement. Not a lot of white squares. Everything's got some movement here. Um And so we'll be back in a month for rounds three and four. But until then, we'll keep pumping them out other weeks. So appreciate you guys. This is The Official.